Hello and welcome back to Pastor Merritt's Old Testament Overview, lesson number 23. If you are following along in the outline, we will be at the top of page 3 at 3.1.11. But before we begin, as is our custom, let's remember 1 John 1.9 as may or may not be necessary. Old Testament Overview, Lesson number 23, 3.1.11, in a repeat of the promise after the temporal sanctification of Abraham when he offered Isaac, God reiterates the essence of the covenant and adds that Abraham shall garrison the gates of his enemies. 3.1.12, he has a promise not only for himself, but for his descendants after him. 3.1.13 The promise is confirmed repeatedly and enlarged in a number of instances, and in no case is it ever made conditional on the faithfulness of Abraham or his descendants. Notice first to Jacob and then to Israel, even in the midst of terrible apostasy, just before being exiled to Babylon. Genesis chapter 28, verse 10 through 13. And Jacob went out from Bathsheba, went toward Haran, and he lighted upon a certain place, and tarried there all night, because the sun was set. And he took of the stones of that place, and put them for his pillows, and lay down in that place to sleep. And he dreamed, and behold, a ladder set up on the earth, and the top of it reached to heaven. And behold, the angels of God ascending and descending on it. And behold, the Lord stood above it and said, I am the Lord God of Abraham thy father, and the God of Isaac. The land wherein thou liest, to thee will I give it, and to thy seed. Jeremiah chapter 31, verse 31 through 37. Behold, the days come, saith the Lord, that I will make a new covenant with the house of Israel and with the house of Judah, not according to the covenant that I made with their fathers in the day that I took them by the hand to bring them out of the land of Egypt, which my covenant they break, although I was an husband unto them, saith the Lord. But this shall be the covenant that I will make with the house of Israel. After those days, saith the Lord, I will put my law in their inward parts, and write it in their hearts, and will be their God, and they shall be my people. And they shall teach no more every man his neighbor, and every man his brother, saying, Know the Lord they shall all know me, from the least of them unto the greatest of them, saith the Lord. For I will forgive their iniquity, and I will remember their sin no more. Thus saith the Lord, which giveth the sun for a light by day, and the ordinances of the moon and of the stars for a light by night, 
which divideth the sea when the waves thereof roar. The Lord of hosts is his name. If those ordinances depart from before me, saith the Lord, then the seed of Israel also shall cease from being a nation before me forever. Thus saith the Lord, If heaven above can be measured, and the foundations of the earth searched out beneath, I will also cast off all the seed of Israel for all that they have done, saith the Lord. 3.1.14 In the New Testament, there is a recognition of the covenant as being an everlasting one and unconditional in nature. Hebrews chapter 6, verses 13 through 18, and they read, For when God made promise to Abraham, because he could swear by no greater, he swore by himself, saying, Surely blessing I will bless thee, and multiplying I will multiply thee. And so, after Abraham had patiently endured, he obtained the promise. For men verily swear by the greater, and an oath for confirmation is to them an end of all strife, wherein God, willing more abundantly to shew unto the heirs of promise the immutability of his counsel, confirmed it by an oath, that by two immutable things in which it was possible for God to lie, he might have a strong consolation. Who have fled for refuge to lay hold upon the hope set before us? 3.1.15 Take notice God swore by two immutable things, his promise and his faith. 3.2 In David, 2 Samuel chapter 7, verse 10 through 16, and they read, Moreover, I will appoint a place for my people Israel, and will plant them, that they may dwell in a place of their own, and move no more. Neither shall the children of wickedness afflict them any more, as before time, and as since the time that I commanded judges to be over my people Israel, and have shall cause thee to rest from all thine enemies. Also the Lord telleth thee that he will make thee an house. And when thy days be fulfilled, and thou shalt sleep with thy fathers, I will set up thy seed after thee, which shall proceed out of thy bowels, and I will establish his kingdom. He shall build an house for my name, and I will establish the throne of his kingdom forever. I will be his father, and he shall be my son. If he commit iniquity, I will chasten him with the rod of men and with the stripes of the children of men. But my mercy shall not depart away from him, as I took it from Saul, whom I put away before thee. And thine house and thy kingdom shall be established forever before thee. Thy throne shall be established forever. 3.2.1 The promise is in summary 
that God will always have a descendant on the throne of Israel from the line of David. 3.2.2 As you can see from verse 16, it is an everlasting promise and has dual application to both Solomon and Christ as their everlasting heir. 3.2.3 Christ was indeed guilty of the sin of all the world by means of imputation, and God did chastise him for us. 3.2.4 The covenant is unconditional given verses 14 and 15. 3.2.5 there is also, as we will see, a promise of land and protection in the land. 2.6. The covenant is said to be everlasting and therefore unconditional, just as is the Abrahamic covenant. 2.7. Both Jeremiah and Ezekiel record the reaffirmation of the Davidic covenant at a time when Israel was in full-scale national reversionism and about to go out under the fifth cycle of discipline to Babylon. Even in their exile, Ezekiel records the reaffirmation. Ezekiel chapter 37, verse 24 through 26. And David my servant shall be king over them. They all shall have one shepherd. They shall also walk in my judgments, and observe my statutes, and do them. And they shall dwell in the land that I have given unto Jacob my servant, wherein your fathers have dwelt. And they shall dwell therein, even they, and their children, and their children's children forever. And my servant David shall be their prince forever. Moreover, I will make a covenant of peace with them. It shall be an everlasting covenant with them. And I will place them and multiply them and will set my sanctuary in the midst of them forevermore. Jeremiah chapter 33, verse 20 through 22. Thus saith the Lord, If ye can break my covenant of the day, and my covenant of the night, and that there should not be day and night in their season. Then may also my covenant be broken with David my servant, that he should not have a son to reign upon his throne. And with the Levites the priest, my ministers, as the host of heaven, cannot be numbered, neither the sand of the sea measured, so I will multiply the seed of David my servant, and the Levites that minister unto me. 3.28 3.28 While in Babylon they are promised an everlasting and unconditional covenant of a king, land and safety under a reincarnated David who will serve as Christ executive officer in the millennium. 3.3 Palestinian, Ezekiel chapter 20, verse 33 through 37. Ezekiel chapter 20, verse 42 through 44. And ye shall know that I am the Lord, 
when I shall bring you into the land of Israel, into the country for the which I lifted up mine hand to give it to your fathers. There shall ye remember your ways and all your doings, wherein ye have been defiled. Ye shall loathe yourselves in your own sight for all your evils that ye have committed. And ye shall know that I am the Lord, when I have wrought with you for my name's sake, not according to your wicked ways, nor according to your corrupt doings, O ye house of Israel, saith the Lord God. 3.31 Here is a promise of the land and the regathering of Israel to inhabit the land, but only after they are corrected during the tribulation period. Every once in a while, you can hear my son Tyler in the background. He's listening along with us this evening. But 3.32, the treatment in the tribulation is followed by a renewed and changed people who enter the land to be blessed, says verses 42 and 44, following 3.3.3, the land is defined in Genesis chapter 15, verse 18 through 21. And they read, In the same day the Lord made a covenant with Abram, saying, Unto thy seed have I given this land, from the river of Egypt unto the great river, the river Euphrates, the Kenites, and the Kenizzites, and the Kadmonites, and the Hittites, and the Perizzites, and the Rephaims, and the Amorites, and the Canaanites, and the Girgashites, and the Jebusites. Woo! 3.4. Jeremiah, chapter 31, verse 31 through 37. Behold, the days come, saith the Lord, that I will make a new covenant with the house of Israel and with the house of Judah, not according to the covenant that I made with their fathers in the day that I took them by the hand to bring them out of the land of Egypt, which my covenant they break, although I was an husband unto them, saith the Lord. But this shall be a covenant that I will make with the house of Israel. After those days, saith the Lord, I will put my law in their inward parts and write it in their hearts and will be their God, and they shall be my people. And they shall teach no more every man his neighbor, and every man his brother, saying, Know the Lord. For they shall all know me, from the least of them unto the greatest of them, saith the Lord. For I will forgive their iniquity, and I will remember their sin no more. Thus saith the Lord which giveth the sun for a light by day, and the ordinances of the moon and of the stars for a light by night, which divideth the sea when the waves thereof roar. The Lord of hosts is his name. If those ordinances depart from before me, saith the Lord, then the seed of Israel also shall cease from being a nation before me forever. Thus saith the Lord, if heaven above can be measured, and the foundation of the earth searched out beneath, 
I will also cast off all the seed of Israel for all that they have done, saith the Lord. 3.4.1 Israel is remade and they will no longer sin in the millennium. The everlasting nature of the covenant is reiterated. 3.42 The eternal and unconditional nature of the covenant is reiterated in verses 35 through 37 of Jeremiah chapter 31. 3.4.3 The promise of the new covenant is even reaffirmed in the New Testament. Hebrews 8.10 This is the covenant I will make with the house of Israel after that time, declares the Lord. I will put my laws in their minds and write them on their hearts. I will be their God, and they will be my people. Hebrews chapter 10, verse 16. This is the covenant I will make with them after that time, says the Lord. I will put my laws in their hearts, and I will write them on their minds. And that concludes the end of the Old Testament overview, lesson number 23. Again, we appreciate you listening and look forward to presenting to you next time. But before we close, if there's anyone without Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior, remember, believe on the Lord Jesus Christ and thou shalt be saved. So long.